You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. Good morning! Happy, happy, happy! How is everybody? Oh, we're a little bit on time, but not really. Whatever. Whatever. Let's see how this is going to go. Good morning. It's the morning. It's as far as we've gotten. Let me try this. Microphone doohickey. All right, hold on one sec. Boom. Ah, good morning. It's Ugly Monday. Nobody's ready. Whatever. We made it. Hopefully everybody had a great weekend. Uh, I know. Is it Happy Monday? Is it Ugly Monday? The, the weather is so gross here. Um, I don't know if I'm going for a Happy Monday or just it's Monday. Okay. This isn't working. This light. Okay. Okay. Whatever, whatever this light wants to do today. Okay, <laughs> okay, there it goes. Good morning from snowy Michigan. I was gonna say, Tammy, it's a little bit ugly. Mm-hmm. Good morning, spring. Good morning, Bath. It is Monday. That is all I have to say so far. <laughs> I don't know that I'm quite awake yet. May Lene, good morning. Uh, yesterday, big party at Diana's house. It was our St. Patty's Day celebration. It was the only time that, uh, oh, you saw pickleball courts? Thank you for thinking of me. Um, so, uh, the only time I get to see the kids is on the weekends. So, Di will host the holiday dinners so yesterday we did st patty's day i guess i could put the st patty's day festive hat wear on this one was not from yesterday let's see if this will work oh it does oh look at it guys it's st patty's week. it's st patty's week right <laughs> i think it is that's why we had this lunch um Let's get some Kentucky bourbon tea. Hopefully everybody's feeling festive this week. <gasps> I had so much candy yesterday. Diana served. Why are you awake and look beautiful? I'm still a hot mess, please. I'm still late. I have to get into a better rhythm uh, and get up early and like read. I can barely, I'm like, listen, here are the options, Dina. You could be hideous on the show, but be knowledgeable. Nobody wants that. Or your hair could look good and you would have less knowledge because you didn't read and you probably just watched Netflix shows while you did your hair. And that's what I did. And I'm not ashamed of it. Mm -mm. It's Friday, Kim. Oh, Nicole is coming on a trip. Big news, everybody. Diana called every family member that is remotely related to me and invited them on the trip to San Antonio. And now everyone's coming. So for those of you that are already on the trip, you're going to get a little bit of Jan, my niece, Nicole's daughter. I told her that on the trip, she's going to have to yell, Dominic, you liar! And then Dominic at the same time would be trying to shove biscotti into his mouth. Mm -hmm. It's a whole thing. Um, so uh, there'll probably be a live reenactment of that. Um, and Natalia's coming, who is my other sister's daughter. She is the oldest grandchild. She's coming. I don't know that you guys know her very well, but I'm sure I could come up with some stories and we'll make her reenact that as well. And then Nicole is coming, but Tank Top Brian is not. And that will upset a lot of people. Maybe, I don't, she probably doesn't want to hear that, but maybe we could swap her out for tap, Tank Top Brian and be like, listen, we really want you to go, Nicole. It's just that not the same without Tank Top Brian. I don't know how that's going to go. It's just hard. It's just hard when your boyfriend is so fun 
that he overshadows your beauty. And that's what happens to tank top, Brian. <laughs> Eileen, good morning. Ugly Monday. Why do the weekends go so fast? Alexis, we were just celebrating that it was Friday. And then here we are, and it's Monday, and nobody wants to be here. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Bob. So anyway, are both your sisters coming? No, just one sister. We'll alternate sisters, and then we'll start moving into boyfriends and husbands. Didn't the, the peacock did come from Natalia. You're not wrong. She'll be excited to be reunited with that peacock. She'll be like, what happened? Dominic is dating the other Dominic, who is also not going. I think on the next trip, are you with me here? I think you know where I'm going. On the next trip, when Nicole and Natalia or anybody tries to bring a significant other, be like, we totally want you to go, for sure. It's just that we'd rather, we would gently like to just mostly have tank top Brian and Dominic, also known as Big D. There's a Big D and a Little D. You can do with that what you'd like. Um, but Big D is Natalia's boyfriend, Dominic. Mm -hmm. I decided to take a personal date today. How old is Tank Top Brian? Cindy, nobody knows. It is a secret. Only Brian knows. And when his mom lets him out late at night to stay up past curfew, it, he could be any age. Any age. But he does have a curfew, if that gives you any indication. Oh, mm -hmm. Your mic may be full. It is. It goes right between my boobs. Put it here. It's better. Um, so, yeah. Bourbon and boyfriends. Oh, girl. Girl. I know. I fixed it. It was in my boob. Sorry. Listen, this isn't a real show. There's no tech support here. <laughs> no pressure on Big D. Exactly. Exactly. I don't spring forward well. Shakendra, let's talk about it. For those of you that are like, man, Dina is so early. I guess I'd be late if we sprang forward. I thought, I thought for some people might, I might be an hour early, but I did. I fixed it, Dars. Um, got my coffee ready for a good laugh. Oh, me too, Julie. Are we sure he's legal? Katie, we're not sure of nothing. You know what we're sure of? He looks great in a tank top. That's all we're sure of. We don't know nothing. Maybe put the mic in the pocket of your shirt. You guys have good ideas. Boom. No. It's unreliable. This is better. This, this shirt's too flimsy. That's kind of the problem. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Why is it freezing cold again in Texas? Yeah, now I hear you. Why is it disgusting? Top of the morning to ya. That's my Irish. Can't wait for the trip. To me, the trip seems very far away. Uh, what was it? March? March, April, May. Yeah, the trip seems far away to me. I just have a lot to do before the trip. Um, so we launch the new One Funny Mother show, May 13, in, in Massachusetts. And I feel like, mm-hmm, that once that happens, like, my brain will calm down. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And then, um, today, I need an I Don't Look at Me Today shirt. No, that's a good shirt. Um... And then the next weekend we go on a trip. Mm -hmm. So I think I'll be, I'll be there for it. I've done all my work. Uh, so I was going through Tiltucky and there was a camera on a peacock right now. Oh, I don't know it. I know, it will be here fast. I know. All right, let's talk Oscars. So, listen, I was tired. Last night, 12 inches of snow coming to Massachusetts tomorrow. Oh my gosh. And I'm complaining that it's rainy. Leaving for San Antonio, 66 days. Even with all these people, promise not to look back. Yeah, 
You'll be fine, Tammy. You're gonna have a great time. You'll be so distracted by the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the Oscars. So I'm gonna be honest, I fell asleep. However, I did look up all the Oscar winners. Uh, if you did not uh, see the Oscar winners, I can tell you who they are, because that's what I did this morning. Um, but I will say, before I reveal, and I'm sure you've all watched it already, um, who the winners are, um, there was a lot of contention because, so Michelle Yeoh, uh, was the star of Everything Everywhere All at Once, is the star, not was, is the star. Well, apparently, there was an article, I don't know if you heard this controversy, but there was an article in some fancy magazine uh, about uh, if Michelle Yeoh won, then she would be the first Asian American to win an Oscar, female. Uh, and maybe ever, I think it could be, yeah, because, okay, I'll tell you in a second. Anyway, um, and so this article was talking about the movie Tar and Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh and everything, everywhere, all at once. And, um, and the author of that article was saying how it's a little crazy that even today we're still having firsts, uh, Asian Americans, uh, winning for the first time. Uh, it was, yeah, I watched 10 minutes and I fell asleep. You're funny. I didn't even get that. I fell asleep way before. It. Um, anyway, so Michelle Yeoh saw the article. Um, and in the article, it was talking about how it's time to see this type of representation at the articles, um, in, in the article, uh, at the Oscars. I'm not making sense. I have not had enough of this tea yet. Um, but also in the article, it, it may have made some disparaging marks about Kate Blanchett in Tar. Michelle didn't make them. It was the author that made them. Either way, Michelle, yo, uh, shared the article on social media. Um, probably just because of the fact that it was saying, hey, you know, this would be the first and whatever. Well, it was all over the news because she immediately took it down because apparently the Oscars have a rule that no nominee is able, is allowed to disparage another nominee uh, if you are found saying negative things or like campaigning in a negative way for yourself, you will be removed from the nomination. And so that happened maybe within four days of the Oscars. I don't know if you had heard about it, but she immediately took it down. Now, obviously, in the past, it would be like if five people are nominated and like Michelle had gone out and just was on the street and was like, wah, wah, and like talking about people. But I guess she really didn't put two and two together that while the article was talking about the place that Asians have taken uh, in this amazing movie and being rewarded for it, by the Oscars, um, perhaps she didn't think about perhaps some of the things that the author also said about Kate Blanchett, but when it was brought to her attention, she took it down. But people were saying, did she take it down soon enough and will the Oscars hold that against her? The answer is no, they didn't. And she won. What? She deserved it. It was such a good movie. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I had talked about everything everywhere all at once a few times because Stephanie and I watched it when we were down in Florida and it was raining and we had nothing to do and Dean had seen the movie and told me how great it was. So Steph and I went to see it. I loved it. There's a multiverse in it. It's, it's kooky for sure. Uh, but Dean has raised me to like multiverse movies um, and I was in it. Stephanie the whole time. The whole time, what's, what's happening in this movie? What's going on with this movie? She didn't know nothing the whole time. She's like, why did she do that? I, it was the, I was going to punch her in the face. And I walked out. I was like, this is the greatest movie ever. Stephanie was like, I don't even know what that movie was about. <laughs> it was a beautiful movie. Anyway, I've talked about it before. But here is what they want. 
Best picture, the picture uh, that Michelle Yeoh starred in, uh, is called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And um, starring opposite her was the actor who we all know from when he was much younger. Um, he was in Goonies, and I'll tell you his name in a second because he also won awards. Uh, best Supporting Role Actress was Jamie Lee Curtis uh, for also Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. She was amazing. With the hot dog fingers, Chris, you know it. That, to me, the hot dog fingers were the most disturbing part. Lulu's not here, but thank you for the reminder. Um, what is it about? It's hard to explain what it's about, but I'll say this. Stacy. Um, I don't want to really say too much, but what I'll say is, is that it's a really kooky, beautiful movie about a relationship with this, about this mom who, uh, you know, is, is an immigrant and trying to raise her family, but there's a beautiful story with her and her daughter. Oh, makes you want but then also some real crazy stuff in between and there's maybe some butt stuff. I can't, it's hard. It's hard to explain it. Are you, a lot of people are saying they're not fully getting my hair, my headband. There, okay. Now I feel like the Statue of Liberty. Okay, I look great. She was also in Crazy Rich Asians. I didn't see that movie, but I heard it was great. Best Supporting Role winner was I don't know if I'm not gonna say it right. Ki Hu Kwan, who, yeah, was in the Goonies. He was uh, the young Asian boy in the Goonies and he had the camera all the time and the gadgets. Um, and his story is beautiful because he had great success in like Raiders of the Lost Ark and Goonies at a very young age. And then he talked about how, yeah, Angela's like some butt stuff. What? Okay, whatever. Um, so his speech was very beautiful. Um, but just, you know, this entire conversation. So because both of them won, this is the first, not only the first time that Asians have won, but that two Asians have won for best actor categories. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty historic. Uh, international film was all quiet on the Western front. Don't know it. The documentary short was the elephant whispers. I did not see this, but now I would like to because. I don't know if you guys, and I talked about this, was it a short round on Temple of Doom? One of them. One of them, Raiders of the Lost, that guy. He was in one of them. Anyway, The Elephant Whispers, I would like to watch, because I don't know if you remember, I watched My Octopus Teacher. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Uh, and it was a great documentary mm-hmm uh so now i'll watch this other one our best original song went to not to not to from rrr i don't know what any of that means but these are the things we're supposed to check out best animated feature film was pinocchio which i heard a lot of people said was wonderful adapted screenplay was women talking i haven't heard of that one Original screenplay, everything, everywhere, all at once. It's just one, everything. Okay. Actor, it was amazing, Tanya. Right? And I cried. The kids, I had, I had it on my television. It was during the pandemic. And I had heard, I had read about it. And I, it's on Netflix if you want to watch it. I loved it. But it's a, a cinematographer, an underwater cinem cinematographer. Uh, I don't know if he started out as a specifically an underwater cinematographer, but he's a cinematographer of some kind. Um, he needed a break. He was stressed out. He goes to wherever he was and decides to um, start relaxing and whatever by shooting underwater video. And while he was down there, and so the I would say the first 30 minutes was this beautiful, this beautiful footage of underwater, um, which is really all he wanted. But as he started shooting, he made friends with Chris, befriended an octopus. And then you meet the octopus and then you get to know the octopus. And then you're invested in the octopus 
and then there's a lot of stuff that happens with the octopus and so at the beginning the kids are walking by they're like what are you watching because it was just beautiful underwater i go oh it's this beautiful documentary it's real beautiful i was like why don't you guys come watch it and they were like nah you know whatever and then maybe half hour she comes back and now brooke walks in she's like what do i go shh shh it's the best part she's like what are you what are you watching i go still same thing my octopus teacher and then another half hour goes by I'm hysterical crying. I'm curled up in a ball. <laughs> I'm hysterical crying. <laughs> and I was like, you have to come watch the octopus teacher. Just like, I'm based on your reaction, I'm never watching my octopus teacher. And it's still with me. It's still in here, in my soul. It's beautiful. Anyway, best actress in a leading role, Michelle Yeoh, director. Everything Everywhere All at Once, Production Design, All is Quiet on the Western Front, never heard of it, Cinematographer, All is Quiet on the Western Front, Costume Design, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Now, I think this is the only award, so much, Chris, that this movie won. Top Gun won a category, but stuff to murder it is. Uh, what... Who, who knows what is the only award that Top Gun won? I think this is the only one. I've already told you that everything, everywhere, all at once basically won all the big ones. So, I'll just tell you, the one for sound. Listen, I don't know Tom Cruise. I got some feelings. I'm just saying. I can't imagine he's happy with how this panned out. Yes. Is it just the sound of those? It didn't make that sound. It was, I can't make it. It broke the sound barrier, that sound. And I guess he won for that. No, just sound. Animated short was the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. I would like to watch that. Live action short film, An Irish Goodbye. All is original score, All Quiet on the Western Front. Visual effects, Avatar. That makes sense. Film every, editing, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Makeup and hairstyling, The Whale. Now, Brendan Fraser did win big. He won something. What was it? actor in a leading role. So, um, so everything everywhere all at once, one for a leading actress, supporting actress and supporting actor and director. So pretty much, yeah. So they, they won everything. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was an animated shorts. I saw the nomination of the shorts with a Down Sister Man one, but my Really? No, sound, not soundtrack, just sound. So like, you know, they used to, they used to do a lot of the tech Oscars, um, you know, on the main night. But don't you remember a few years ago, they took the majority of the tech and, and did it in a private ceremony, which pissed a lot of people off. You know, like hair and makeup and sound and editing and I mean the which is like the majority of the work. The actors get up and act, but you're like, but all the stuff that happens before that and after that is, you know, basically how films are made. But we just celebrate the faces in front of the camera, and so it is nice that you start to see some more of the tech stuff. But there's even more tech stuff than the ones that they're mentioning. Um, and those are sadly always hidden now. Um, so anyway, the one for sound. There is another one for best soundtrack or there's achievement in sound, original score. There's a couple different sound ones. Wow. It's so good. Such a good movie. So anyway. I didn't really see much on like the fashions at the Oscars. I don't know. 
so beautiful, my octopus teacher. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful. But I'll look up the elephant whisperers. I'll look at it. We'll see what that looks like. Anyway. Um, okay. I did send myself an article last week. Let's see if I can find it. I don't know if you're going to like it. It might be, what do they say? Too, too close to home, Dina. Take it down. Let me see if I can find it. You'll be like, I don't know if I want to. Here it is. <laughs> I don't know why I clicked on it. I don't think it's an actual article, like, that there was research behind it. I think somebody just made it up. Yeah, it's, this is not a real website, but just keep that in mind. Okay. All right. Now, again, this is not HuffPost. This is not New York Times. This is just silliness, okay? Keep it in mind, but uh, you might want to be honest. <laughs> it's Honesty Monday. Nobody likes that. Mm -hmm. Where did you see everything everywhere at once? I saw it in the theater when it first came out. It's more of an opinion article. That is correct, Kim. Um, but then I did watch it again at home because I feel like it's the kind of movie that if you like it, which you might not just because of the hot dog fingers alone, um, or ratatouille. But what did he call him, Chris? It wasn't ratatouille. It was... He had a different name in the movie. Anyway, it's hard. And then the butt stuff. It's hard to explain it. Like, I, I, this, I want you to know I'm doing a great job explaining it. For people who have seen it, they'll be like, she's actually a, a basically PhD level. Today is not, it's St. Patty's week. I'll be sporting this all week for no reason. Or until the battery goes dead. Let's be honest. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. What was I talking about? Anyway. All right, so let's get to the article. Now, you are going to have to pick one of these things. There's nine of them. Okay? Keep that in mind. Nine is a long list, but it's not a news show. Thank you for knowing. Okay, here we go. The title of the article again which is not real but maybe it is a little bit hello gloria from chicago the title is nine reasons why people don't like you now <laughs> it grabbed my attention <laughs> what streaming channel is it on now i don't know somebody said it's on paramount plus somebody said showtime but if you put it in your tv or just google it it'll tell you where you can find it it's a good show good movie uh, nine reasons why people don't like you. It's, was it Rakatui? Was that who he was in the movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. I was drawn to this article. Nine reasons why people don't like you. There's a lot of people that don't like me. Good morning, Abadie. Um, and I'm okay with it because I got to the point in my life where I was like, I'm not for everybody. I don't even think I'm for me half the time. I'm going to be honest. There are times I get on my own nerves. So, um, yeah, keep this in mind. Now, again, this is not a real news source. Just nine. Exactly, Lisa. And you have to, everybody has to pick one. You got to be honest with yourself. It's just, all right, pick nine. Can't remember the first three. Here we go. You'll remember these. I'd be like, what are some of the reasons people might not like me? And I feel like it's fine. Like we talk about you should compliment yourself throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah, only nine. I can come up with like a lot more than nine are the reasons. <laughs> no, you're just going to pick one. All right. And this is just, it's just called, let's, let's start to be honest. <laughs> I'm confident there are more than nine reasons that people don't like me. <laughs> That's not at all what I thought you guys were going to say. <laughs> I bet one of the nine reasons is this hat. Really, Jeremy, I think I have a reason I don't like you. Mm -hmm. Oh, there are way more. That's so funny. You make me laugh, you all. I thought you'd be like, no, everybody likes me, and it's going to be hard to find one. Okay, well, let's get to it. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like number one is pretty much me. Number one, raise your hand. Just say, I'm a number one, or I'm not a number one. You can just jump in. Okay, here we go. I'm working on 15 reasons right now. Okay, number one, you talk way too much. <laughs> okay, listen, 
This article speaks to me. Okay? So, it's great to be conversational, but dominating a conversation can be a turnoff in social situations. You guys realize that none of you actually say anything. I mean, thank God you could write or this would be an awful show and I would be so sick of my face and my voice. So, um, I don't know. Does anybody else talk way too much? Lori's like, I'm definitely number one. Tanya's like, yep. Yeah, Susan said me. I actually, I feel like now, I feel like after 50, maybe even after 40, you start to regulate a little better. But I've literally, I have to have an internal monologue in the back of my mind. Like after this show's over and I go back to the real world, mm -hmm, I have an internal monologue in the back of my head that says, shut your mouth. Not everybody has to hear your opinion. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but I would say for the first 40 years of my life, I really felt like, I'm like, oh, you guys need to know how I feel about it. And now, <laughs> I mean, we do this. But in normal life, I literally have to say to myself, I'm the loudest one in my office, so they're getting a break. So, yeah, I have to say to myself, girl, shut it. Nobody cares. <laughs> I talk to myself. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. All right. So number one reason you talk way too much. That might be me. All right. Number two, you are a complainer. Now, listen, this is going to hurt. This is going to hit a lot of people a little bit too close. Kendra's like, I'm not a number one. If I don't like you, I won't say a word. I'll, I'll, not only will I not talk to you, but I will ignore you <laughs> like nobody's business. And that's a gift. Mm -hmm. uh, you are a complainer. Nobody wants to be around who's somebody who's constantly complaining about the negative. People like to be around people who lighten their day, not doom and gloom. If you're a constant complainer, try to stay aware of your thoughts so you can shift your mindset in a positive direction. I don't think, I mean, I have my moments for sure, but I don't think that's not my jam. No. So is anybody here another, like, you know, um, I have my moments. I can be a number two in general. Is that one of the reasons why people don't like me? I don't think so. I'm just, this is being me being honest. I'm not a number one or a number two. Look at Kim. Kim's like, basically guys, I am so popular right now. I talk too much and I complain. Well, at least you know who you are. And you know, you get to choose whether or not you work on it. <laughs> Whatever. You're like, oddly, Dina, I have one friend and uh, I'm fine with it. Okay. Well, at least you know who you are. Okay, here we go. Number three. This is going to get real hard. Are you ready? Brenda's like, I'm definitely number two. Number three. You talk badly about others. Mmm, that's not a good one. That is not a good one. Now again, I'm not going to say I've never been a three. Because I have, depending on the person. In general, do I, I try to avoid number three at all costs. Kyle's like, I'm a one and a two. Number three, get it together. If you're like, I do this, try not to do this. Mm -hmm. So far, I'm two for two. So I this, people are like, you know what? This, this list is starting to explain some stuff. Mm -hmm. It's really starting to really paint a picture. So, all right. Rosie's like, I'm a number three. Listen. We all have to work on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where does standoffish fall? I don't know, Kim, but you definitely seem to lean in one direction. All right, here we go. Number four. I'm totally number four. And I don't mean to be, but my mom does number four. And she apologizes for it all the time, but she says you have to do it when you're old. Here it is. Number four. You interrupt people. When we interrupt others, we are letting them know that what we have to say, what they have to say is not important. People want to be heard, not talked over. So if you are struggling with getting people to like you, but catch yourself interrupting them, you may want to work on that. Now, this is Diana. This should just be called number four, Diana. Now, 
Diana was not always an interrupter, and maybe this happens when you get old. But Diana's like, listen, I'm not interrupting because I think it's more important. I'm interrupting because it popped in my head, and if I don't say it at that exact moment, I will lose it forever. Mm -hmm. Depends on who the others are and what they're doing, because if the others are bad people, then I'm just speaking the truth. Listen, you can call whatever you want. And I'm not going to say that I'm not guilty of a number three. And depending on the person, maybe a lot of number three. But I try not to be that. Mm -hmm. Batting a thousand over here, said Kathy. I'm four for four. <laughs> and I have no friends. <laughs> if I don't uh, interrupt, I will never be hurt. Listen, there are some people who are quiet people. And so when they do talk, they sh you should listen. Yeah, because... They don't say a lot, so you got to listen. Mm-hmm. You have to get more. Sometimes if you want to get a word in in my family, you have to interrupt. And my, only to my kids and my husband do I interrupt. That's fair. I don't mean to. When I drink too much, it comes out. Oh, that's fair. That's, Patty's like, that's me. I'll forget. Rarely number four. Look at Kim. All the Kims. All the Kims. I don't know what's up, but all the kids are like, all the Kims are like, this isn't us. Kims don't do this. You guys have like some kind of Kim campaign? Mm-hmm. I never spoke to people as a child. I know, neither did I. I very rarely spoke when I was a kid. Nobody believes that. But I just, I just was quiet and took everything in. It's funny. Because I'm afraid I forget what I'm going to say. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm old and I do forget if I don't get it out. Yeah. I think at some point, that's the thing. All right, here we go. Number, okay, let's just walk this out. Number five's, number five's gonna be hard to hear. You guys, you're not ready. I don't know what the Kim campaign's gonna say about this one. Number five reason why people don't like you. Are you ready? Let's see if the Kims will own this. Here we go. You're a know-it-all. Is any woman not a know-it-all? Is there a woman on the planet who doesn't think she knows it all at any age. Listen, I'm 50 and I'm positive I know a lot now. But sadly, I'm pretty sure I thought the same thing at 40 and then at 30 and at big time at 20, I knew everything. Kim was like, yeah. There's a whole Kim contingency here that I didn't realize, but they're all, none of them, none of this applies to the Kims. Mm-hmm. Had to interrupt to be heard if you were the youngest of five girls. That's truth right there. Now I don't shut up. I didn't talk till I was 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take for granted that all women are know-it-alls. So if there's some a Kim that would like to speak up now and be like, Kims, don't do this. I don't know. Number five, nope, hate that. Listen, I try not to be a know-it-all. I try not to. And it's mostly with my kids. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's almost 100% with my kids. It, I, I don't really, again, I'm of, the, I'm of the opinion that if you're talking about something, yeah, my husband would say I'm a know-it-all. Yeah, listen, think about what your husband would say about you. If you're not quite sure, I don't think I know, but there are some things I do know. Exactly. And which is what 99% of the stuff, it's just not good. But I really only do it, I try to only do it with my kids. A lot of times, like, things will happen, and I'll just sit there, and I'll just listen to people unpack it. I have opinions, but I'm going to keep them to myself, unless you ask me. But when it comes to my kids, I know I know more than that. It just, mm-hmm. I'm a know-it-all when it comes to my husband. I mean, mm-hmm. I know a bit, but all? Nah. Yeah, exactly. Because my kids think I don't know anything. And that's the problem. Is that I feel like as a mom, you're constantly trying to prove to your kids that you know something. Because they think you're so dumb. So then you overcompensate. And you're like, I know everything. <laughs> kids are a different story. I say I know nothing. But in secret... I believe I do know most things. Look at Deb is so Confucius right now. I'm a Kelly and I would like to join the Kim gang. Is it just a K situation? Are the Kims and the Kellys getting together? And they're just like, I'm going to be honest. We're 0 for 5. Have you met us? 
What is happening this morning? <laughs> Not a five, but I have a best friend who is. She has a kind heart, so I let it slide. Meredith, that was so mature of what you said. My husband's family has a game called Prove Me Wrong. Mmm. Angie's like, I'm gonna be honest, I know very little. Uh, Angie, that's how I feel about most things. It's just my kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we're more than halfway through the list. There's four things left, Kim and Kelly's. Um, maybe you could own one of these. I don't know. Maybe we'll get to number nine, and they'll be like, this list doesn't apply to Kim's or Kelly's. So the rest of you are ridiculous, and nobody likes you. I don't know. All right, here we go. Mm, these are solid choices. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nobody's getting away. Nobody's getting out of one of these. Okay, Kim's, these are for you. I'm five for five. <laughs> Kim's like, you could join us. I can't. I'm a horrible person, Kim. I'm already the majority of these letters, numbers. See, I don't even know. Yeah, not this Cam going for a blackout. Here we go. Number six. All right. I don't think I'm number six. I don't think I am. I, I don't want to be a number six. Here we go. I'm a number six. All right, let me just say, I am a number six on certain things, but they're mostly stupid. Let me just tell you. Okay. Number six, you're a show off. Okay. Nobody wants to be. Let's read it. Most people respect you more if you're a humble than if you're a show off. Bragging constantly about having expensive things and how smart you are. I don't do either of that. And all your accomplishments constantly will make people get the wrong idea and try, instead try to be humble. I'm going to say I, I don't want to be a show off. This is not anything I want to do or that I know that I'm doing. But if my mom bought a poop emoji and then I bought a poop emoji for her, then I would show that off. But like, it'd be like, look how many poop emojis we got. So I feel like it'd be hard for me to say I'm not a show off when everything I do is showing you stuff. But it's not, there's nobody going, man, I wish I had that many poop emojis. It's not like, look at my mansion. It's not like that. It's mostly like, gosh, I cleaned this house. Or I decided to do the laundry. Mm-hmm. Kezia's is like, I'm the opposite of show. I don't tell anybody anything. And people are like, girl, what? You do what? Like that. Yeah. Yeah. You want to, mm-hmm. Kezia's like, I got nothing to show up. What am I showing you? That's what I'm saying. I think you'd have to be cool or a lot cooler than me to be a show off, but I feel like it'd be wrong for me to say I'm not when everything is me showing you. Look at this. But it's never good. It's never good stuff. I don't know. That'd be hard to unpack. Is there something much less than humble? What if you don't tell anybody anything and you don't want to get to know people at all? Different. All right, here we go. I'm going to be honest. Finally, what I'm not, said Diane. Still a zero, unless this is showing off. You are totally showing off right now, Kelly. The Kims and the Kellys, all number sixes. Here we go. I don't know how you... I feel like this is going to get everybody. I'm going to be honest. Kims, you're done here. Okay? We're all done here. And not on purpose. Are you ready? Uh, if you're just joining us, we are talking about all the... Nine reasons that people don't like you. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just think it's important for everybody to just be like, like, just be real with yourself. If you're having maybe some issues with like interpersonal relationships at work, uh, with lovers, friends, there's just something, something to think about. Okay, here we go. Number seven is for the Kims. That's what's you're judgmental. Boom. You got everybody. I try not to be. If there's one that I'm working on, it's this one. I don't want to be this. But it's just like, bing, 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 bing. And you're like, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that either. Don't say that. Don't think that. That's not nice. Don't stop it like that. I don't know how you could have, I don't want to be, 
Renee's like, oh, I just woke up. Stupid time. Kimberly's like, everybody likes me. <laughs> this is a little negative for a Monday. Listen, you call it negative, Katie. I call it. Listen, if you're a Kim, you're having a great day or a Kelly or anybody with a K name. Okay. Because you're not any of these. I'm just saying having high expectations for yourself can end up leaking into your encounters with others when you start to hold others to the same standard as yourself. No one's perfect. We're all from different places in life. Uh, it's easy to criticize others because you aren't living their life. And while constructive criticism can be helpful, it shouldn't be given unless somebody asks you, girl, that's the key. Somebody got to ask you, listen, for most of these, most of these nine reasons why people don't like you have to do with you giving an opinion before somebody actually asked you. I'm just saying, all of us, thank you for my stars, by the way. Uh, I think what we've learned from this list is keep your mouth shut. Judgmental to my kids. Well, that's fine, Terry. Kids don't matter. You talk too much. Keep your mouth shut. You're a complainer. Keep your mouth shut. You talk bad about others, keep your mouth shut. You interrupt others, keep your mouth shut. You're a know-it-all, keep your mouth shut. You're a show-off, keep your mouth shut. You're judgmental, keep your mouth shut. This entire list is about keeping your mouth shut. Gosh, the world would be a better place. As someone who also, who, what did you say? As someone who likes to give under, I feel like I'm crushing it with this list. Jen, look at you. Yeah. Listen, I feel like we have found a common thread and that common thread is, I think we're supposed to keep our mouth shut. <laughs> Rosie's like, yes. Yep. Yeah. I think every mom is judging. I think every person is judged, like without even knowing it. Yeah. I have so many opinions and people have to hear them. <laughs> Said, said a five for five or a seven for seven. Mm-hmm. Yes, Phyllis, no. Everyone cannot keep their mouth shut. And that's what's wrong with the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you do all that, then who do you talk to? Nobody. Yourself. That's it. That's the only person we're all going to be. She's just going to become a universe. Everybody's just mumbling to themselves. Even if somebody asks me for my opinion, I ask them what they're looking for. Very good. Sometimes, you know, Dean will say, yeah, exactly. The real title of this article is shut up and more people will like you. <laughs> Kim's like, I mostly keep my mouth shut. Of course you do, Kim. All the Kims do and one Kelly. Mm-hmm. It is. That is the takeaway so far. Just keep your damn mouth shut. I'm sorry I said damn. I got real passionate. Nobody wanted that. All right, we got two left. <laughs> People like me. The common thread for me is number one through eight. Here we go. Number eight. Funny you should mention that. But I was like, what's the fun in keeping my mouth shut? Well, there we go. Okay, let's fix this. Okay. Number eight. This one's hitting too close to home. And again, I'm working on it. Are you ready? <clears throat> Number eight, you are a control freak. And that's a bad thing because, no, you didn't miss it, Lori. They're coming at you right now. Number eight, you're a control freak. Oh, Kim said I'm judgmental. All right, good. At least we have that going for you, Kim. Uh, can anyone in this room say they're not a control freak? Now listen, there's different levels of control freak. I don't like to control. I'm going to tell, let me do this. Let me tell you what I like to control. I like to control. Yeah, there's more, two more. My bed has to be made every day. And if it's not, something bad will happen. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just a few things, like how the towels are folded in the closet. Like the kids 
will fold the towels and be like, I folded these towels for you. And then I look in there and I go, why did you fold them like that? Oh, mommy just, and the kid's like, no, I folded them for you. And I'm like, but you only did a two-fold and they're real mushy if you do a three-fold. And then they would all go in the same direction and then the, the bands would line up and it would just look so much better. But the dishwasher, I don't look, look around my house, clearly. I cl there's so many more things. Bed can go to hell. Yeah, see, what I'm a control freak about, other people would be like, that's so dumb, Dina. Now let me line up these gumdrops in alphabetical order. Like everybody's a control freak about something. You go ahead. I dare somebody say I'm not a control freak. And I will, I will, there's something in everybody's life that you are a control freak about. Now what your control freakiness is different than my freakiness. That's just OCD. That doesn't count as a control freak. I feel like it's the same, isn't it? You trying to make it so you're not a control freak. I think that that's the whole point of OCD. That is, yeah. I can't. Like, if I, if I had secrets, if I was in the CIA and I had secrets and you wanted to torture me like Guantanamo waterboarding, you wouldn't have to bring me to Guantanamo. You could save on flights. You wouldn't have to waterboard me. That's, I probably would be like, oh, I'm thirsty. Like, I, none of that. But I'll tell you, if there was somebody folding towels, but just twice instead of the proper threefold and then didn't line them up, Anne-Marie says, I don't believe I'm a control freak. Anne-Marie, oh, you got to be kidding yourself right now, girl. What? Anne-Marie, you make all these beautiful things. All that you brought, the, the, the lamp thing with my, my dad's face, blah, 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 blah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, you're a control freak, girl. You don't even know it. Oh. And you know how I know? Because everything you make is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, one time, has Anne-Marie handed anything out? And people would be like, what's going on with Anne-Marie? No, you want to know why? Because she's particular. That's another name for it. And you don't even know it, Anne-Marie. Are you particular? Okay, that means you're a control freak. I'm glad we did this. This whole list for Anne-Marie. She don't even know. She don't know. Anne-Marie, you should sit down. You just, you, you've just learned something. Mm-hmm. Anne-Marie, listen to me. Mm-hmm. OCD or control freak. You can call it what you want to call it. But that's what you are. You don't fold them right. Exactly. I do need some things in order. Yeah, and listen, I don't think it's a horrible thing. Obviously, if it gets out of hand... Mm-hmm. Then it's then people won't like you. But I think a, a some lightly, finely placed control freakdom is helpful, and only control freaks would say that. There's not one person. If you're up here going, I am not. Uh, there's no part of me that feels the need to control everything. Oh yeah, lies. <clears throat> Kim's like, I'll take it. I'm very particular. All right, at least the Kim, the Kims are back in. Mm-hmm. Towels must be folded in threes. If there's anybody here folding your towels in twos, just know that you are on the verge of becoming a murderer. And those of us who know how to fold towels would be happy to take you aside and teach you how to live a full life. Okay. And that was not controlling at all what I just said. <laughs> The bed has to be made the second I get out of it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, the last one. And I can happily say I don't do this one. And if I do, <laughs> I have never done this one. But if I did, okay. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, I, I, I very rarely do this. I haven't made my bed my entire adult life. I don't 
no. There's something about walking him. Listen, I make my bed every day. And I know I make my bed every day. But when I walk in the room later in the day, I go, this is nice. Who came in here like I had a maid? It's me. I'm the maid for myself. But I forget. And then I get real excited. When I'm like, oh, this looks real nice. Like that. Okay, here we go. Last one. Number nine. You play... You play the blame game. My husband makes his side of the bed while I'm still in it. <laughs> I love doing that. Okay, you play the blame game. Now listen, <clears throat> LaFive, you don't make your bed either? I am not a fan at all of the blame game. In fact, if you make a mistake, I'll take the blame for that. I'm like, nope, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this better. I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a blamer. I like to take my hits. I don't think you could be a comedian and play the blame game because there's something about standing on a stage and just being like, this is what I think is funny. You like it or you don't like it, but I'm not going to blame anybody else. I'm either going to learn from it and get better or I'm going to just quit and, and go plant flowers in my yard. I don't know. But uh, I, don't, I don't do number nine. That's the only one I can really say. I feel like the other ones are sort of close. So, yeah, I feel like I'm like five for nine in this list. So, considering that this list is the nine reasons people don't like you, and I'm at a five, and there are still 600 of you here, I want to thank you for being my friend. Linda, there's a lot to unpack on the show. You're going to need to go back and watch it. This is actually giving me a headache. I'm going to take this off for a hot minute. I feel like amply. Oh, now it won't go off. Oh. It didn't have to blink. Good to know. Um, so listen, I gave you a lot of information today for you to consider uh, where you are and uh, who you want to be uh, and how people may or may not like you. So do with that what you would like today. It's Monday. Blame myself for everything, even if it wasn't my fault. I know. I will, I'm not a, I'm not a passer of the blame. No. Mm-hmm. Anyone can blame me for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like you know people, if you know people who play the blame game all the time, it's really hard, I'm going to be honest, it's hard for me to hang out with people who do number nine. Like if I was, to, let me go through this list. You talk way too much. That's a little bit hard for me. Like if I was, let me just go the other way now. Somebody talks way too much. I can deal with it to a point. You are a complainer. That's hard for me. I don't really like to be around people who complain a lot. It's hard for me. You talk bad about others. I don't like this at all. I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, listen, if you're friends with somebody and all they do is complain about other people in your presence, trust me, they're talking bad about you. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not good. And it's, and you should be setting a good example and be like, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't be talking about them. Like you got to stop that. You interrupt others. I don't mind it. Di does it to me all the time. I tell her I mind it, but I'm getting old too, so we're just going to be interrupting each other. Oh, Janet, good luck. You're a know-it-all. That can be a little irritating. Mm -hmm. I got seven out of nine. Uh, you're a show-off. That's a little annoying. You're judgmental. I don't know who isn't, but I feel like you could be judgmental quietly. I'm okay with that. But then if you're judgmental, then you're just talking bad about people and complaining. That's like a lot. You're a control freak. That's a lot. And you play the blame game. I don't do that. I won't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get why these things are annoying. I might do some of these things that are annoying. I am working on these things that are annoying. But I just thought it was an interesting article to say. Yeah, I own my crap, said Angie. That's what I try to do. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, just something to think about as we go into the week. Um, you know, where are you in the universe? Are you killing it? Or are you maybe a little too far left on some of these, right? Um, 
I hate know-it-alls. Yeah, it's, it's a little tough. You know, but if you're the kind of like, okay, well, you know, maybe we could try this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, Brooke. <clears throat> so I've had to, you know, because I think when you're, when you're younger, when you're in those teenage years, you know, it's a very gossipy time, right? So, like, your kids will be here with their friends, and you hear them talk, and I go, you know, hmm, maybe you could say to somebody, you know, maybe let's not talk about that. You gotta let that person, you gotta, you do you. You gotta teach, you do you. Let them do what they're gonna do. They're in charge of their own self. You just focus on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. One-uppers. Ah, Bethany, I love me a good one-upper. Yeah, it's so entertaining. Because if you know you're around a one-upper, you can just set traps for them and just, yeah. Lucy's is like, I'm still not going to change. Listen, you got to do you. <laughs> Listen, this article is just merely like, here are the reasons people don't like you. It doesn't say you should stop them. I mean, it's up to everybody. You got to do you. That's it. It is what it is. Yes. Uh, oh, happy birthday to Andrea from yesterday. Our, our very own Andrea was celebrating Chris's birthdays coming up this week. We're all full of birthdays. It's very exciting. Um, so that's it over here for this Monday. Hope tomorrow we'll have something a little bit more inspiring, but yeah, something to think about, Tanya. Um, so that's it. It is Monday the 13th, so some exciting St. Patty's stuff uh, later this week on Friday. Um, so that'll be fun, and um, that's it. Brooke is on... Um, <coughs> spring break this week so hopefully we'll be doing some fun things my husband's a one-upper I think all husbands are one-uppers yeah Gabby's like my husband's totally a one-upper yeah love setting traps for one-uppers one I remember <coughs> hold on I remember being pregnant and just being gigantic and just be like oh my gosh <coughs> <coughs> Oh my gosh, my back is killing me. I have the worst cramps. I'm doing this and this and like that. And here's Jim. Oh, me too. My back is, I think I jacked it up. I think, could you massage it? I was like, I'm pregnant. I'm nine months pregnant. You, he's like, Dina, you don't know how bad my back hurts. I, go, I have no idea. I do know how bad your back hurts. You know how, how bad your back hurts? Your back hurts as bad as somebody that doesn't have a baby in their belly. You know what my back hurt, hurts like? Somebody is carrying another human in their belly all the time for nine months. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Happy birthday, Noel's husband. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? I swear, I could stand the one-upping for a certain, but when I was pregnant, do not one-up me when I'm pregnant. You stop. You will not. Do not, no, don't do it. I'd be like, oh, you know, even after the baby, be like, oh, these cramps. Oh, I can't stand. He's like, yeah, I got this cut on my finger, this paper cut. Stop it. Stop it. You don't even want to know what's going on down here. You're going to come at me. I think I got to get some neosporins. I think it's just a man thing. Kezia, I think it's just a man thing. Did you enjoy being pregnant? No, Julie, just based on the story I just told you, no. No, pregnancy was not. Dean's pregnancy was fine. First trimester, just I was always sick as a dog. But I had a problem with Jacqueline and Brooke and was on bed rest for most of my pregnancies. And I, ugh, it was awful. The only good part was where they came out. And that was not that enjoyable, I'm going to be honest. Um, <clears throat> was, why was that not, not, it was my favorite. I don't know. I never heard of that movie. Anyway, never, Diane, never, but they try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a, a total man thing, said Gabby. Crazy. Anyway, but they try, so whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, well, listen, I don't know, Deb. I don't know why they do it, but it sounds like it's prevalent. 
Mm -hmm. There's something wrong. He just kept complaining. I kept trying to tell my head there's something wrong. He just kept complaining about his knee. Oh, Becca, I would have punched him right in the face. I'd be like, let me see. I broke my, my husband's finger in three paces, pushing out my first. What? Julie, what? Oh, did you grab? Did you crush his fingers? What? Doris, I wish I loved being pregnant. Wait, where's Dottie? Did, wait, listen. Dottie's trash is going to be collected on Thursday. I forgot about this. Dottie, did you get your new bra this weekend and have you become touchy-feely because there's only three days left for you to get out of taking the trash out on Thursday so I'm going to need an update for tomorrow if anybody sees Dottie we are we are an operation Dottie's not taking the trash out anymore and it, and it, it she needed a new bra and she said she's not a touchy-feely person and we're like girl get touchy-feely you don't have to take the trash out and it's happening Thursday so that is the other thing we are on Dottie Watch. I don't know if anybody's seen her, but Dottie Watch is in full effect, and we'll check in with her tomorrow. She will not take the trash out this week. Mm -hmm. Dottie Watch. All right. I miss having an excuse for everything. Wasn't that so funny? Like, I can't, I'm pregnant. Oh, I can't, I'm pregnant. That's a horrible reason to get pregnant. I'd be like, I just don't want to take the trash out. I'll just get pregnant. That's not a good reason. Because that comes to an end, and there's 18 more years of work. Dottie, don't get pregnant. I think there's two conversations that have gone like this, and uh, I don't think there's any way Dottie's getting pregnant. But yeah, Dottie, watch 2023. Hopefully she'll chime in tomorrow give us an update or at least send a picture and put a picture of the bra up on the supporter page so we know that things are happening <clears throat> have a great day marcia thank you dotty watch lucy dotty has been married for a number of years and she takes her trash out i believe that one of the only perks of uh an important perk i don't want to say the only one an important perk of being married is that uh, the lady don't take the trash out and if you are a lady who's married and taking the trash out, you have got to renegotiate. It's the one thing I miss. It's the biggest thing I miss is somebody taking the trash out. So I'm just letting you know. So we told Dottie to start Dottie Watch 2023. So she had to get a new bra and she said she wasn't a touchy-feely person. I said, girl, get touchy-feely and then you have to take the trash out. So that's what's happening and we're all here for it. All right. Have a great day, everybody. A great day and a blessed day. It's a little gloomy here in Jersey. And uh, hopefully uh, the sun comes out soon and gives everybody some vitamin D and we all feel amazing. In the interim, just remember there are at least nine reasons people don't like you and maybe work on them. And if you don't care, congratulations. You're going to have a great day today. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, so have a great day and a blessed day. Thanks for watching, as always. And I'll see you tomorrow morning. Uh, bye.